2: This is the Sooner Sports Podcast, your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Welcome into a Monday, later Monday edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. Joe Castiglione. We'll join us coming up here in just a bit, but right now we're joined by the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. What's going on, T-Row? How was the week in now? I was getting confused. So what are we're two weeks away from game week, right? Is that it?
1: We are uh, 19 days from today, which is Monday when we're taping. So last Saturday
2: was three weeks away. Okay.
1: And now it's down to, down to two and a half. Or how
2: are you feeling about things right now?
1: I feel good. I am, uh, as we speak, making my way onto campus for the first time in a bit. Ooh. So I am um, interested to see the, you know, what's going on around here. Uh, we're we're doing the Lincoln Riley show today, the preseason special with Coach, asking him about his team, and uh, so it, you know, kind of some normal stuff. It feels like uh, feels like we're about to play some football games. And I like
2: that. Yeah, you know, and it's and it's interesting because you and I have sat here and we've lamented over when we can start talking a little bit more about football and some of the matchups. And uh, lo and behold, you're going to talk to Lincoln today. We're going to tape a an opponent show on Friday. You're talking to as I mentioned Lincoln today, and then on Tuesday, sound off show T. Rowe, We're debating players that we think could have a breakout season. So right. Um, I know that I probably use this analogy a little bit too much, but I kind of feel like we're left lane hammer down, man. Who did you pick? Did I not tell you who I picked? I didn't. Did I? I kind of went. I, in, I went into Cagiva. Yeah, I, I don't think. Uh, I don't think I know who you picked. If I if you have, I have forgot. Okay, so you changed my mind, but not in a bad way, because I was going to go. I was going to go on. So the premise. Maybe I should lay that out first. The premise is. We each choose an offensive and a defensive player that will be a breakout player, but we're not choosing quarterbacks. You know, kind of the, the, the idea is listen, with Lincoln Riley with the quarterback competition, let's leave quarterbacks out of this, let's go at every single other position you want offensively or defensively. Okay. I went defensively originally with Jaden Davis, but I started thinking about I started thinking about the Peach Bowl. I started thinking about a name that I heard quite a bit coming out of practice last year, so I changed it to Woody Washington. What do you think? <laughs>
1: okay, you—I like it. Right. I like it a lot. Yeah, no, I—he uh, had a very good Peach Bowl game under um, less than ideal circumstances. Correct. Um, and if you just look at his physical makeup. Uh, he has all the makings of a guy that, that has a chance to be a star back there. I think that, um, you know, one of the issues will be for him just all of the depth that they have in the secondary. So winning a spot is going to be tough for everybody back there with Trey Norwood and Jaden Davis and Trey Brown and Pat Fields and Delarian Turner Yell and Bookie and more. So, um, it, and that's great to have that kind of competition in the defensive backfield for playing time is something that they haven't had in a while. And there's some new guys coming in that can play too. So, um, I, I think Woody's got a chance to definitely be a guy who
2: goes from a relative unknown to a significant contributor this year. And then let me brag on your pick. Because if there has been one name that has been consistent that I hear a lot, it's David Agwebu. And that's who you went with. Here is a guy that has shifted and started working a little bit more inside. But, you know, I think if there's one thing we've learned so far, Toby, is you got to be able to do a little bit of everything. So just because you hear, oh, he's working on the inside, he's an inside backer, well, he can always shift back outside, and I think versatility is something that Brian Odom likes in his backers and Alex Grinch likes in his playmakers. I love the pick of Agwebu, man. I am excited about his future and his physicality, man. Just look at him. He's a freak. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've talked about this before. His size uh, at 6'4", 245,
1: 250, something like that is NFL big. Right. For the middle linebacker position. He's two inches taller and 10 or 15 pounds heavier than Kenneth Murray. And Kenneth Murray looked like a beast in the middle linebacker spot
2: last year. Forgive the noise. I'm walking by the pump room. Um, <laughs> hey, you're on campus. That's all that matters. Yeah, I made I made it through security. Uh, so... I think that uh,
1: you know, Aguibu has all the physical makings to be an absolute superstar. Now, playing that position requires more than just physically looking good. Right. You know, you've got to you've got to understand what you're doing. And we, with uh, Kenneth Murray, in his years, he went from a guy who looked lost and confused at times. To a guy, by the time he left, that was a, uh, well, I mean, first round draft pick. Superstar. So, um, yeah, I, I, that's what it's all going to be out with about with Aguibo is can he get the mental uh, side of what he has to accomplish ready to go by the beginning of the season? Um, I like, I like him. I like him a lot, though. I think he's got a chance to to be a stud.
2: And then uh, two more quick ones. I'll give my. I went with Drake Stoops offensively. You went with Austin Stogner. I think we both kind of have that uh, security blanket mindset. It's and again, guys like Theo Weese, I think, can have a breakout year. You look at some of it when when Jane Hazelwood gets healthy, when you get Trajan Bridges back. But if you hadn't taken Stogner. Toby, that was a guy that I'd earmarked because I just think in what Lincoln has done offensively, these these tight ends can play a major role, and or with the versatility of Stogner, even the inside receiver spot. Right, and I think that one of the reasons
1: I like him is because he's a mountain of a human being. <laughs> um, he's, you know, he's Rob Gronkowski esque in his size. Teddy refers to him as Baby Gronk, but I'm not so sure he's not even bigger than Gronk physically. Agreed. At six six, and we have we know he can make plays in the red zone. We saw it a couple of times in that big comeback against Baylor. So um, he's an imposing, physical uh, prospect. But I think he also fits well with a new quarterback, whoever that is, and I think it's going to be Spencer Rattler. Um, when you are, you know, trying to figure it out and everything's moving quickly. Uh, I don't care how good you are when you're first out there, everything's going to be moving quick and you're trying to uh, figure out what the defense is doing. Where's the blitz coming from? What adjustments are they making? What adjustments do I need to make? And sometimes your best friend in that situation is the tight end. Exactly. And you, you can, you know, throw the ball a little bit higher than everybody else and let Stogner go get it. And um, you know, we've seen that relationship through the years at OU with, Mark Andrews and Grant Calcaterra. And I think back to Jay Novacek in, in the Dallas Cowboys days and Rob Gronkowski with, uh, with the Patriots and, and on and on and on. I, I think he's got a chance to be that kind of a guy for Spencer Rattler, especially early in the season when things are moving a little quick.
2: Toby, I know you got to tape Lincoln, so I'll let you go on this. We're going to play Joe Castiglione coming up. I think we're going to slide in Dr. Dale Brassler, who had some great news before we get out of here. But takeaways. You hadn't had a chance to really talk to Joe C in a couple of weeks. Uh, What kind of really stood out from your conversation with him from your Friday radio show? Well, one, he's bummed as we are that Ozzy's is (laughs) closed. Yes. Um, Yes.
1: We uh, we had an annual date at Ozzie's, uh for the Joe C show every year. Now we're gonna have to find a new place. So uh, we talked about that a little bit. Um, I think that the you know positive t- tests um, upon returning, combined with uh, other news the last week, had everybody I don't rattled is probably too strong of a word, but he t- took a step back, said, "Man, things were going so great." we knew there was going to be a bump. Uh, Here's the bump, you know? And so he, he talks about that a little bit, which I think is interesting from a leadership perspective. And, uh, we asked him about how driveway to driveway is going to work for fans. I think they're going to enjoy listening to all the measures that are being put in place for you to, uh, if you're one of the 25% to be able to leave your house and get back to your house and have, little if any physical contact with anybody else whatsoever so you can be as safe as possible um and then doing a little bit about students coming back to campus and how you know how, how scary that is for everybody and, and what they got to do to to keep plowing ahead so it was as always a good conversation with joe
2: Toby, have a great talk with Lincoln Riley. I can't wait to debate on Sound Off, and we'll uh, – we might have to slide – I mean, we're getting close, baby. We might have to slide in to make these more common, getting a chance to get you on the podcast. Thanks for your time, man. I I like it. Anytime you want, Chris. Talk to you soon. All right, thanks to The Voice, Toby Rowland, for joining us on the Sooner Sports Podcast, which is brought to you in part by AT&T, America's best network. Metroplex Electric, we can be your electrician. Interested in taking your passion for OU Athletics to a new level? Experience the best game day experiences while supporting scholarships for nearly 600 student-athletes. Join the Sooner Club today. Customizable options are available by calling 405 8,000. Hey, it's time to add some boneless wings to your Wingstop delivery order available in any of their eleven mouth watering flavors. So go ahead and crush those spicy, saucy, sweet and sassy cravings. Go to Wingstop.com now and get delivery to your door. Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. All right, Toby Roland, whom we just talked to, we, we previewed it. We teased it. Here's his conversation from Friday with Oklahoma Athletic Director Joe Castiglione.
1: Um, Take me back about a week or so uh, to when you got the news of the nine positive tests. Um, How rattled were you and what is your concern level today over that?
3: Disappointed uh, but not totally surprised. Uh, we we know we're dealing with something that is uh, going to be wherever it's going to be. (laughs) We can't uh, see it and avoid it. And that's why we've put such a premium on all of the protocols we've put in place that we've obviously been very transparent about uh, from day one. And uh, just goes to show that we have to be careful and, People are talking about wearing a mask, distancing, washing your hands. It's not, it's not just something to be said and disregarded. It, it does help. And perhaps, you know, uh, those that tested positive were. The chances are very small that it could have happened. You know, maybe they dropped their guard. It could have been a family member uh, that had the virus and didn't realize it. You know, there's so many ways that it can be transmitted. And so we have been uh, just managing it, obviously referring to our medical experts, our our medical team. And Toby, it's kind of consistent with what we saw when we brought the players back uh just before july 1st gave them you know a few days off and kind of a similar number whether that is a correlation i I don't know but we have uh you know continue to test more now we're testing twice a week and so uh, the idea is to identify and to uh, uh, isolate or quarantine Uh, and you know manage you know as we go forward and this is this is what we said we could be up against, and uh, it's playing out in real time, and I feel very confident that our medical staff has handled it exceptionally well.
1: Season opener three weeks from tomorrow. I'd be interested in knowing uh, you've made the announcement in the last several days that twenty five percent will be the number of fans that that come in. Uh, I know you have been canvassing the fan base as to whether under the current protocols they're interested in tickets or not. What has the reaction been by the OU fan base since that news and as, as they begin the process of whether they're going to get to see football this year or not in person?
3: I think they've been understanding. You know, Maybe you know, some have been disappointed. But there had been a, a fair number that had already expressed their uh, concern about coming to a game this year, and we have been going through you know, a process of uh, allowing fans to opt in or opt out, and then we have some strategies that we've offered them, you know, sort of a a menu of options, if you will, to, uh, you know, help them determine what they wanted to do. Everything from uh, turning their annual gift for their seating to just a, a, uh, you know, a gift toward, you know, something we're doing in the department. Maybe it's a capital project, maybe it's just a you know, general contribution, but that be tax deductible. Uh, or there are some that could, well, everybody has the option to decide whether they want to uh, just defer the the ticket, um, you know, the, the ticket cost that they've already submitted to 2021. So they can let their, um, you know, their, their account basically pay for next year's season. Uh, or they could get a refund. And so we've, you know, basically those are the three major options. And uh, I, I'd say that, you know, the, options of either turning their annual gift into a, a, a contribution to one of our uh, projects or just general fund, or deferring their, their uh, ticket uh, payment for next year has been uh, leading the pack, if you will. So, more more of at least handle that, and then those that are opting in are going to wait till we get through the assignment process to see uh, where... Where they ended up, in uh, either being seated or just getting a seat to the game. So we're trying to operate with that idea of of twenty five, roughly twenty five percent.
2: What
1: more can you tell us about how this driveway to driveway plan is going to uh, work? Well,
3: we're trying to make it where you know people have you know the least amount of contact. Uh, with uh, exchange of of things. So, you know, for instance, uh, you know, once you leave a driveway and you're headed toward the stadium, uh, the the idea that you know you may already have a parking place in mind. Now I understand that there are people that will still park in their favorite spots. Sometimes they park in the same yard that they've been parking in for many many years. I've already pre arranged, you know, their parking space there. But those that are in lots around the campus have uh, parking passes. So we've gone from the paper pass to a digital pass. Well, that's one way. Um, so that's an app. And the app actually has uh, more offerings than just a, a way to scan the pass. It has uh, uh, parking information. It'll have traffic updates. Um, We'll have apps that you know, provide other game information. Uh, we're going to have a, a, an app for uh, ordering uh, concessions. So that's a, another way. Um, and then, of course, we already had announced the digital ticketing. So uh, that, that kind of gets a, uh, an idea of the driveway, the driveway, that it's, it's becoming a virtual digital experience. And so, uh, of course, you know, we went to all Wi-Fi in the stadium before last season. And so there'll be other other options that we put out over uh, either the app or are available to people that are in the stadium. So, uh, you know, we're we're hoping, uh, you know, the limiting of the physical contact. uh, Actually, the digital ticketing helps reduce ticket fraud. Uh, Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about losing your tickets because we can reconnect on the fly, uh, there's flexibility that's provided in, in that kind of a new approach. This was going to happen anyway, Toby uh, and TJ, that, you know, it's, it's you know, just accelerated it. Uh, and we think and hope it's seamless. Now, as you know, because we've talked about it in a previous show, um, you know, we have options for people who don't have phones that can be scanned. So people are still have their flip phones uh or don't have a phone at all we we do have a paper ticket option
1: every time i get asked if if uh we're going to play football i always say um it all depends on how things go when the students come back uh it's you know it's hard not to be skeptical uh you see what's happened already at notre dame and at north carolina and it's It's worrisome. You've worked hand-in-hand, obviously, with President Harris through this whole process. What's your concern level over that over this week and the next couple of weeks and how you're going to be able to keep your athletes safe when this campus is full again?
3: I don't know that I can add anything to that, Toby. Uh, It's obviously something we're very well aware of. I believe our campus has an excellent plan. Uh, I know uh, people have heard parts about it already. Uh, obviously, all of the students know all about it. We we actually have quite a few students on campus right now. Classes start Monday, but uh, students have been coming back this week. So there's been a heavy emphasis on on just uh, the precautions, you know, the reminding. Uh, there's been... You know, some that have uh, gotten a little careless and have been, uh, as we may say, reprimanded for it. Uh not easy to shame college students into doing anything. That actually sometimes seems the opposite. I think we'd all remember when we were in college uh, how those things went. But, you know, this is for their health, everybody's health, and gives us a chance to uh, you know, go forward with a... With a uh, you know, more conventional school year with the hybrid that we have of in-person classes and online courses. So, uh, you know, we're just going to continue to manage it, really trust in what President Harris and uh, our chief COVID officer, uh, uh, Dr. Braxler, and and, uh, outstanding president staff. They've worked tirelessly. Think of everything, you know, from the entering, the moving in, the sanitizing, the masking policy, uh, just uh, hopefully, the disciplined behavior continues to go forward.
1: I, I know you got to be careful with uh, committee stuff and and what you can and can't talk about. And so, feel free to punt on this. But but we were talking about something yesterday afternoon and again this morning, completely hypothetical, which I know isn't your favorite thing. But in this weird year, when you know in baseball they're switching up play how the playoffs work and who uses the dh and same thing in the nba you get on the field this fall and it's working you know it's you're moving along we're able to do this you think there's a scenario by which they would expand the playoffs for a year to try to help out um you know financially everybody the tv partners the conferences everything on the fly if they'd say let's let's add an extra layer of playoffs this year that a possibility at all?
3: Well, as a member of the College Football Playoff Selection Committee, we have uh, all elected to uh, and and agreed to not discuss possibilities. <laughs> and I would defer that question to uh, Bill Hancock. And that there are really good reasons why having one voice, you know, especially now with the ever-changing environment. So,
2: yeah,
3: uh, I'm.
2: So that's a yep, yes? That's right. a yes, I'm Toby. Punching. I yeah. think that's a yes,
3: yeah. <laughs> that, no, that's a punt. That's, that's a, that's a punt. That's, that's a good. Yeah, I have buried you in the corner. <laughs> you
1: <laughs> you, you tresuade me right there. You pinned me inside the yes. five. <laughs> well done. Uh, well, that's fair enough. Um, I understand completely. I don't know, Joe, if you have um, come in contact yet with and again, this isn't me, but a lot of people out there are saying the book of the century, uh, Unhitch the wagon that's out right now. But uh, you have a starring role in the book. I don't know if you're aware of this yet or not.
3: I, I, it's it's actually been leaked. Uh, I don't know you know who the uh, you know who has been leaking it, but I I've heard about it, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. And I did hear about that uh, after much acclaim and a and, uh, lot of uh, right. excitement about the launch of the book. It's now in bookstores, so I'm looking forward to getting my copy.
1: Well, uh, I look forward to um, you being able to sign your own fedora when you do get your copies. So it will be very soon, <laughs> very soon. Joe, thanks as always. you got a bunch of more important things to do than this, but we always appreciate you stopping by, and thanks for all the info you provide again this week.
3: Well, Toby, you know, I, I appreciate the opportunity. As, as you know, going back to March, we've tried to be completely transparent. Some of these things we've talked about, possibilities, anticipating, planning, uh, the scenario, the contingencies, and now some of them are playing out uh, in, in some ways, you know, like we had to expect. It's not that we wanted to necessarily, but we're, we're prepared, and uh, hopefully that the transparency is helping people understand the the challenges we face during these unprecedented times
2: always great stuff with josie upbeat positive feeling good as we count down 19 days away from the start of Sooner football. This episode of the Sooner Sports Podcast has been brought to you in part by Walden Cleaners, open for business and offering free pickup and delivery for all your household, bundle wash, and garment care needs. Register online or check out the website or download the customer app in the App Store. Express Employment Professionals is a premier workforce management provider to the Sooner Nation. To find a job or make your next hire, visit ExpressPros og e we energize life. And the Oklahoma Blood Institute, blood can't wait. Go to an Oklahoma Blood Institute donor center today to save a life. All right, here's what's on tap. And what's on tap is presented by Midway Deli. So we have two classic broadcasts, the 2008 Jump Around game, that's OU and Texas Tech, as we really grind towards the start of the football season. We look back on some of the great moments over the last, Uh, 10, 15 years. And how about this one? On Saturday, it was one of my favorite games that I was a part uh, part of on the sidelines. 2017, Rodney Anderson takes it to the house for the game winner as Oklahoma beats Kansas State. That's what's on tap on the Sooner Sports Podcast this week, presented by Midway Deli. Open for takeout and delivery on DoorDash. Full menu can be found at com or call us at 321-7004. That's 405-321-7004. Make sure to mention curbside if you're in a more high-risk category. Hey, you'll hear from Creed Humphrey, Delair and Turner Yell, Charleston Rambo all coming up on Wednesday's podcast and Lincoln Riley this week as we inch closer to the start of the football season. Thanks for downloading, subscribing, and sharing the Sooner Sports podcast. We'll see you on Wednesday. Until then, have a great start to your week and Boomer Sooner, everybody.